Hey everyone, this is Thea, and I want to welcome you to the corner of here and now, where we talk about real life, recovery, success, spirituality, and anything else that might come up right here, right now. Hold on to your seat, because we're in for a ride. back to the corner of here and now it is um i don't know what day it is it's thursday uh episode 2.37 so it's the 38th episode in a row um as usual i almost wasn't gonna do it but i didn't have an excuse not to so there you go there it is again it's always there um I was going to say something else. I forgot. We had the grand girls tonight, the granddaughters, and my oldest granddaughter called it a, a prodcast. <laughs> I said, no, honey, it's a podcast. Are you sure, Grandma? It's not a prodcast? I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure. It was kind of funny. Um, so I have an impromptu, impromptu guest this evening, uh, and would you like to introduce yourself? Hey, it's Leanne. Hi, y'all. Leanne's back, whoop, 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 and we were just sitting here talking about some stuff in the, uh, what's that book? Living Clean, which is a really super good book. If y'all don't have it out there, I, I really suggest you uh, pick up a copy, and uh, we were just wanted to talk about that a little bit, because there's some really good stuff in here, and it goes along with what we've been talking about um, over the last few days, so it's pretty cool. So, um, you guys were talking about this on your meeting tonight. That's correct. We sure were. We have really fancy um, technology here tonight, mm -hmm. and we won't tell you all about it. But um, So, anyway, so what was the gist, do you think, that most people got out of the reading? And we're going to read some of this, too. I would say, <clears throat> excuse me, I would say that... Um, the gist of it is um, being able to see, you know, have faith in the process of our recovery. There's the process again. Yeah, and trusting the process. And um, that phrase that we use so often about um, the no matter what, um, a lot of people, because it says, you know, keep going even when you don't feel like it. So a lot of people could identify with that, you know, just not, I don't want to go to a meeting. I don't feel like it. I don't want to do the broadcast. <laughs> I don't feel like right. it, That's right. you know, um, but we've made a commitment to do these things. And so we have to get up and do them anyway. Um, I don't want to go to work. I'm going to call in sick. It's all the things. It is all the things. Yeah. So what else do you think the program teaches us about this? Like this not this no matter what. Like Yeah, I'm just going to leave the question there. What else does where that's it. I'm late. It's like it's 9:18 p.m. I'm tired. It's so late. It's so late, but I'm an old NA woman, so <laughs> 
And what was the question again? Okay, sorry. So what do you think that teaches us? Like, yeah, what does that teach us? Resilience. Ooh. It teaches us how to be resilient because if I push through whatever is hard at the moment, and sometimes just getting out of bed is hard, it doesn't have to be some monumental thing, um, but if I do it and I take the action and I do what I need to do in that moment, in that day, whatever, I can lay my head on the pillow at night and be very grateful um, that I did the things I said I was going to do. And so it boosts my confidence. So self-confident, self-trust. Yes. And stacking the wins. Yes. You know, stacking those small wins of, I said I was going to commit to this, so I'm going to commit to it. That is huge. Yes, that's exactly right. I really needed to see this line here that you have uh, highlighted. Keep going even when you don't feel like it. Like that's, it seems so simple, but it's a game changer. It is. And how often do we actually do this? Like well, and a we, lot. Well, and we tend to quit five minutes before the miracle. Sometimes we do. But sometimes we are able to say, no, I told so-and-so I'm going to be there, so I have to go. You know, I committed to chair a meeting, so I have to go. I don't, for me, mm -hmm. it's, if I'm going to, if I tell someone I'll meet them for coffee or chair a meeting, I'll be there. Like, I'll be there, lights on, ready for the readings. It's the promises I make to myself that mm -hmm. I have if I tell myself I'm going to get up and go to the gym, I don't always get up and go to the gym. You know what I mean? So I think for me, it's the this, this stuff I tell my, it's that self-integrity, um, that emotional clean time, and those types of things where I'm stacking those small wins when no one else is looking, right. those are important. So when we read this, keep going even when you don't feel like it, it goes Again, shining that light on ourselves and keeping those small promises to ourselves. Mm, yeah, I see what you're talking about. And those are hard. They're super hard. They're super hard. Um, How do you yeah. deal with that? A lot of days I don't. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. Um, but I'm, I'm, you know, committed to doing this writing thing. And uh, you're doing 40 days of writing. I am. And uh, today was day five. I did 40 days in 37 days because that's how I roll. Can't do that. <laughs> Cheater. <laughs> anyway, I doubled up days. I didn't skip days. I doubled up days. That doesn't seem right. Um, anywho, read this line. I think this is a good line right here. The one we started off with. We are careful not to hold one another back or discourage one another from trying to follow our dreams. Boom. What do you get from that? Well, I think that's a, a really big deal. Like, I think sometimes we hear somebody say something or somebody's going after a goal and there's always a, a Debbie Doubter in the room or, a, you know, you shouldn't do that. You should just do this, do, just get a regular job, or why do you have those dreams, or, and I think that's just such bullshit, like, if somebody has a dream, let them go after it, even if they fail, like, 
so what? The least they fucking tried. Like, I think that's a really, really big deal to have the guts to step out and try new things and, you know, fail faster even. Like, if it doesn't work, okay, so what? Try the next thing. Try the next thing. Eventually something will hit. Um, you know, if people gave up, we wouldn't have light bulbs or space shuttles and stuff, right? Like, that I think that's super important. Or what if we only let some somebody come in the rooms one time? Oh Lord. I mean we wouldn't have very many people. That's right. So if I if I tell so if someone's dream is to get clean, I mean we would never hold them back for that. We're gonna let them walk in the door as many times as they need to. We might shake our heads a little when they show up, like, oh boy. But um but you know what I mean? We would never discourage anybody from that, but yet we'll discourage them from doing other things. Well, and it says here, there's a quote from, uh, uh, speaking about sponsorship. It says, she says, I finally realized I was, was not going to keep anyone from doing what they really wanted to do. The question was whether they were going to be comfortable sharing honestly with me about it. When I set demands or limitations, I became one more thing for my sponsees to work around. Ooh. I don't want to be that person. Wow. I want to be, I want my sponsees to be able to, you know, tell me everything. So, and who am I to set a demand or a limitation on a sponsee or any human, really? Right. You know, I mean, if, if, if you want to go be an artist, go be an artist. Well, don't you think our families did like did that to us too? Like we were probably a lot of us probably come from homes where limitations were set on us, and we were. I'm guessing um, that you know we didn't get treated well, or we whatever, and so we none of us didn't even know we could go after our dreams. A lot of us didn't even know that that was even a possibility. So people come to the rooms and they see people living their dreams. I mean. That's a, I think that's part of the reason why I stuck around. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's the reason I went back to school. Yeah. Because I saw you doing it. Right. And it excited me. It wanted me to look, got me, you know, wanting to learn things again. And Read this line. Read this line. Oh, the real issue may not be our ultimate failure or success, but our faith in the process. There's the process again. That damn process. It's everywhere. There's a process to everything. Fall in love with the process. So what about the process? Well, you have to be willing to do it. I mean, whatever it is, no matter what your goal is, again, going back to a certain dream job or a certain type of schooling you want to do. I mean, you can't just go, I'm going to get x degree and then not do any work like you got to go to class you got to write papers you got to you know you got to do all the things so all of that's the process same thing with clean time right like you we can't just go i'm gonna get clean i guess some people do you hear about that um but for us we have to fall in love with the process the step work the sponsorship the service work the all the things and you don't come in the rooms and you know, people go, how long are you going to stay clean? What's your goal? No, they just tell you the five things. They just tell you the process. They don't even call it the process. But they say, you know, these are the things you have to do. And then we just start doing them. And the next thing you know, we're in the middle of the process. 
Well, that's true. And I mean, I forgot what I was going to say. Um, you know, when things don't go according to plan necessarily, and you feel like everything has gone to hell in a handbasket, those are the times when it's most important to have faith in the process because, you know, I'm going through whatever this is because there's something waiting for me on the other side. So I just have to push through and that keep going even when you don't feel like it thing comes in to play at that time. And, you know, if I just keep swimming, like Dory says, um, you know, I'll get to where I need to be and I'm going to have this amazing goal that I've accomplished. Right. And I was saying with another guest I had on a couple of weeks ago about um, if you're always quitting or stopping, then you're always starting over. You're always in this weird spot of being in the same place. It's like a weird reset. I had this conversation with a sponsee a couple, uh, a week or so ago who was struggling. And I'm like, look, every time you drink, every time you use, you're starting over again. You're never giving yourself the opportunity to get past a certain point. So it, it, it's even, it's, it's like a self, it's a self-sabotage thing that's going on because you're comfortable in this middle zone. You never get past a certain point and you're not always going to like it. There's always going to be feelings. There's always going to be things that are uncomfortable, but we have to push through those so that we can get to the other side. And what was the other line that you wanted to share from this over here on this page? Was it this, this orange part? Uh, It's talking about experiencing hardship and how we can get angry and resistant. And it says, you know, that it can even be hard to sit through a meeting or hear what anyone else has to say. We think we can just put our heads down and bolt through it. But that tends to make things worse. It's like saying, I'm just going to run on my own will until I get through this hard time. Then I'll turn it back over. Mm -hmm. So what I highlighted, though, was when we keep coming to meetings, even with our attitude, we hear the message in spite of ourselves. We show up and the message finds us whether we are looking for it or not. And I thought that was Mm -hmm. a big deal because for me, and, and I shared this in the meeting, is like my higher power since literally almost day one has shown me literal signs on billboards and message boards and and things of that nature like to get my attention so and it just kind of cracks me up when it happens now but it's pretty awesome yeah i like these last two sentences we learn from the experience and we grow we often find that the new place we are in as a result is better than what we had resisted letting go. Wow. We often find that the new place we are in as a result is better than what we had resisted letting go. It's like we were talking about the other day. We hang on so hard Mm -hmm. that we're not letting anything in. Like nothing can get in when we hang on so hard that letting go Some people would call it like a vacuum. It leaves like a spiritual vacuum, and then your higher power can put something in there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And how often do we do that, leaving claw marks and everything, right? Because we're 
holding on so tight. I'm so bad about that. Yeah, you are. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I really am. It's good and bad. Some people will call it lo- loyal, lo- loyalty, but then other people will call it stubbornness. Yes. <laughs> she says yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. We all go through it. Yes, we do. Awesome. Well, that was some good stuff. Yeah. Is there anything else you'd like to share with our audience out there? I, I think I have some li- listeners these days. There's some people listening. That's crazy. It's totally crazy. Well, I don't really have... This was so impromptu. I mean, I was thinking about going to bed. So, um, no, I'm I'm good. Awesome. All right, y'all. There you go. Got another one done. I'll see you tomorrow. Peace out. All right, everyone. That's another episode of The Corner of Here and Now. Thank you for joining me. If you like what you're hearing, please share, comment, and or subscribe. Please know that the music used in this podcast is the one and only Kenny Cordray. The song is called Rojo that was generously donated by his family. Until the next time we meet on the corner of here and now, remember, we're all just walking each other home. Peace out.